It's noon here in Ventnor, New Jersey, and this is news that you can use for Wednesday, July 5th, from your dear friends at CarEdge.com with your hosts, Ray and Zach. How are you today, handsome? You're taking up a lot of the screen today, and I like it. Yeah, even more. There it is. All right. <laughs> He's very soft, folks. All right, Pops, let's Excuse kick me. things off. We have... I'm rolling. <laughs> He's on a rolling chair. I'm on a... Jeez, <laughs> I'm on a stool. All right, Pops, let's kick things off. We are going to start with Jeep, Ram, Chevy, and Ford. Honestly, yes. they can't lower their prices fast enough. We have the latest sales data from Cox Automotive. And we're going to kick things off with what they call their odds and ends. Pops, Sounds like us. <laughs> look right here, Dad. Yes. We've got 26 selling days, got it. Yes. The average incentive per light truck in June was over $1,600, up from $949. So I can't do the math, but that would be a $700 increase. And if I look right here, yes, Jeep, Ram, Nissan, Chevy, Ford, GMC, Hyundai, Honda, Mazda, Kia, and Subaru have been the most aggressive in hiking incentives in recent months. These are the brands, and I yeah. obviously pulled out a few in particular with Jeep, Ram, Chevy and Ford, because it's kind of surprising to hear Hyundai and Honda and Mazda and Kia and Subaru increasing incentives. But these are your brands. Yes. The latest data from June. Yes. They have significantly increased their incentives to try and get inventory moving again. Pretty interesting. And and maybe the Hyundai and Kia manufacturer, maybe the reason they're doing it is because they're trying to offset the um, dealer markups that we've, we've seen locally here in South Jersey and that we hear about all the time all, all the across time, yeah. the nation. So if you can't get your dealers not to not to have uh, adjusted dealer markups uh, on their <laughs> can you, vehicles. Wait, can we just let that sink in for a moment? Yeah. OEMs, this is, yeah. this is your hypothesis, and I think you could be right. OEMs are having to dig into their own pockets to give incentives to counteract dealers who are adding markups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you tell me that dealers and OEMs are partners in business. No, no, I have <laughs> never told you that. I have I have said that that what is construed or thought of no, no, as a I mean. partnership yeah. is not really a partnership at all. Um, but you know, many times. Uh, and I would imagine this is probably going on at Jeep in particular. Many times when when inventories build up, manufacturers have incentives, especially for salespeople to sell certain models. Um, and salespeople can make a lot of money off of those incentives. So it's it's the manufacturers that have to help compensate. Absolutely, yeah. More tongue-in-cheek, my comments. Yes. I, I hear you. Let's talk about inventory, Dad. J.D. Power and Global Data, one of other firms that compiles this information, said retail inventory levels in June stood at just over 1.2 million new cars, a 17% increase from May, and 45% higher than last year. Mm -hmm. Toyota, Honda, Kia, Lexus, Subaru, BMW, Land Rover, Cadillac, Hyundai, and Chevy had the tightest supplies in June. That being said, Jaguar, Infiniti, Lincoln, Chrysler, Buick, Ram, Dodge, Audi, Ford, and Genesis had the highest stockpiles. Really does make you wonder, why are we seeing incentives increase at Chevy, Hyundai, Honda? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, your, your thought around dealer markups, I guess, makes sense, but that, still. I think that's part of it. And part of it is, for instance, 
um, Chevy is not interested in giving back any market share that they might have gained, especially against Toyota. True. And so they will they will fight uh, tooth and nail in order to maintain that market share. And if that means increasing their incentives, so be it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Let's look at the automakers, Dad, who are gaining the most okay. and losing the most. We've got Honda up 48% in the second quarter. Nissan up 35% in terms of sales. Those mm -hmm. are the biggest winners in terms of sales growth. Toyota was only up 6.3% and Stellantis is only up 7.4%. It's interesting to see Toyota on here. They have a cult-like following. A lot of their vehicles still transacting at MSRP and in many areas. Above. Unsuspecting customers paying. <laughs> God bless you. Paying above MSRP. Yes. Maybe that has something to do with the fact that they're uh, only up 6.3%. And Stellantis, we've been covering this story and we'll continue to cover this story. There's actually something even deeper in there. Jeep's sales uh, month over month or year over year for June are actually down. 2.9%. The only domestic brand to be down year over year. Yes. This is fascinating to see, Dad. Honda, Nissan growing. They mm -hmm. have inventory. Nissan does. Honda doesn't really. Yes. Toyota good. has no inventory. Correct. Stellantis has way too much. Yes. And in particular, Stellantis has way too much in Jeep inventory. Um and Jeep sales have been declining for, I believe, seven straight quarters. Um, so I don't want to say that 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 is a an, an issue for Jeep. But uh, here, let me help the uh, who's in charge of Jeep, whoever's running it. It's an issue for Jeep, folks. The first ever Car Edge dealership takeover will be at a Jeep dealership <laughs> yes. because it was pretty easy to convince them that we should lower prices. Uh, to sell a lot and, of cars and, and make the transaction easier, yeah, so that people can get in and out quicker, and well, they not can that, deliver. Not a crazy they, concept, yeah, and they can sell well more cars in the course of a day. All right, another thing that we need to pick up on here, Dad, fleet sales. Yes, this has been a story, another story that we've been touching on frequently. Fleet sales accounted for one in five new cars sold last month. That's too many, folks. That's too many. The headlines yes. are going to look great. The headlines will continue to look great. First half of 2023 car sales looking uh, good. Yeah. Everyone's excited. Not when one out of five new cars sold goes to a fleet customer. That is a signal that the industry is leaning heavily on that because the consumer demand isn't there. The reason the consumer demand isn't there is because the prices are too expensive. The reason incentives are going up is because the stuff's too expensive. Yes. Pretty simple you know, situation here. It, 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 it is. And it's one of the reasons that many of the manufacturers have indicated that they're going to start producing some of their lower trim level vehicles in greater numbers again, yep. trying to make more and more cars more affordable for a larger percentage of the population. Um, at a certain point, fleet sales will get caught up and they won't be able to count on those sales <clears throat> moving forward to show growth year over year. So what they're going to need is they're going to need us, retail customers, to come back into the marketplace. And, you know, we see the numbers and sales are up and everybody gets excited. But when you dig deeply into those numbers and you see the 20%, one fifth of all the new cars sold in June were to rental car fleets, government fleets, other large fleet purchasers, those are not the same as retail sales to a retail customer. Um, so just because we see 
statistically, numbers-wise, that, that there's an increase, there really isn't a significant increase on the retail side of things because there's fewer people that find themselves in a position to be able to afford the cost, the average cost of a vehicle today, or as we know, the average car payment today is $733 on a new car per month that there's, you know, there's a lot of people that can't afford half of that. Let's, let's, we're going to do an experiment here in a quick second, but I, I want to pull up. Yeah, I like doing experiments on the show. Mazda sales rose for the ninth straight, ninth straight month with June deliveries surging 97% year over year to nearly 30,000 vehicles delivered. So the, the experiment I want to do here, Dan, <laughs> yes, let's go to caredge.com. I want to do a, a quick juxtaposition of, uh, Advertised price, yes, and available inventory or okay. market day supply. So let's do this really quickly. Let's say we're in the market for a 2023. We need to add 2024 to that list. Mazda. Yeah. What do you want to do? A CX. Uh, CX5. That's, CX5. That's, that's, that's a pretty popular model. Yep. All right. So let's see here in our area. Yes. Near where we are. Yes. We've got. Let me pull it up. We've got these that are nearby Chapman Mazda. We were yes. over at Chapman recently. Yes. Let's just go. Let's let's run a car edge report for one of these really quickly. Because what I want to see here, once it loads, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So what I want to see here, yes. So we think there's about what is that? A thousand dollars, yes. In in negotiability here, yeah. I want to see where is it? Days on market nineteen. There's a thirty-seven day supply of Mazda CX fives in, in this in area. Our area. Yes. However, this price point, 33, 32, that's not bad. No, no, for a carbon edition, all wheel drive. Yeah. Okay. So that seems pretty reasonable. So now let's go, let's go do another one really quickly. And go. and if I may, we yeah. know from this particular dealer, because we filmed there yeah. on a Sunday, that the extent of their addendum label was a $277 upcharge for three years worth of a ceramic coating warranty. Yeah, so we could actually here. Let's do this really quick. Yeah. Let's say we were able to negotiate down to this price. Yes. Let me go now. Let me hit the back button. Let me go. Let me just go to my dot cartridge because I wanted what I want to do here in a second. Dad, we have the new OTD calculator. By yes. the way, if you haven't used it yet, please. And do. it's free, is it not? It is free. Free, free, ladies and gentlemen. Right. So we're probably out the door somewhere around thirty-five two eight seven. Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're out the door somewhere around 35287. Now, let's do the same thing, Dad. Let's go back to, let's find quickly. Let me go to Car Edge Report. What do you want to do? Do you want to do a, oh, I'm out of reports. You want to do a. Uh, <laughs> you have to buy the next one. You want to do a Ford? I can probably get you a discount. You can probably get me a discount. Yeah. You want to do a Ford? Sure. Or you want to do a, a Jeep? Let's do, do a Jeep. Jeep. Let's do a do Jeep. Do a Jeep. All right, so let's do a 2023. Yeah. Which Jeep? Grand Cherokee? Do a Renegade. I mean, they seem to be pop. Uh, they yeah, they seem we, to be a lot of them. We belabor the Renegade. Let's, okay. do, let's do a Grand Cherokee. Okay. Does that work? Sure. All right, let me run the Car Edge uh, market research report here. We don't even need to run the full report yet because what I'm going to notice here is a look yeah, at the that's advert. A used car. Oh, I, I and go. I know that by the name of the dealership. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. let me go to this one, Pops. Yes. This is a new one. Let's just look at this for a quick second. Okay. Like juxtapose that with the Mazda we were just looking at. Yes. I'm not comparing a Jeep Grand Cherokee no. to a Mazda CX-5. 
I am, however, going to say that if you need a car that gets you from point A to point B, this one's advertised at $51,625 and has 100 days supply. Yes. So And, yeah, and you, according to us, should only cost you about $17,000 more than... Then they then then the Mazda CX-5 that'll get you from the now, same point A to point B. Now put that into context of Jeep sales year over year down two point nine percent. Yes, Mazda sales year over year up nearly a hundred percent. Do we not just see voting with wallets happening perpetually here? The automakers who chose to go entirely up market, yes, are going to be. I mean, again, the title of today's stream is the prices can't fall fast enough. You've got to think that it's some of these OEMs, that's what they're saying to themselves. Well, if they're not, they should be. They really should be. And 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 if there's if if what they've done is to continue to produce the highest trim level vehicles at the highest MSRPs, not only do they have to say to themselves, oh, boy, we can't lower the prices fast enough, but we can't stop building these fast enough so that we can start building lower trim level vehicles that are less expensive for the customers to begin with. Do you think automakers <laughs> are going to, you know, because obviously when there was a chip shortage, which there is no longer a chip shortage, when there was a chip shortage, it was, well, then fine, let's just make the most expensive stuff. Do you yes. think that decision is ultimately going to end up biting a lot of them in the butt? Uh, I'd say it's, it already, already is. It's already starting to bite Stellantis in the butt. Yeah. We don't, we haven't seen yet. I'll try and get my hands on it. What the uh, programs are at Stellantis for July, but I got to imagine they're strong. There's oh, I, be would, big I would think so. I mean, you know, there's most manufacturers for June showed sales gains in excess of 10%. Most were in the 14 to 20% range. Some were huge, okay, 50% range. You take a look at, at, at RAM, they had a 3% increase, okay? It was 11% it was below the industry average. Jeep had a 2.9% decrease in sales. So those numbers indicate that Americans are already voting with their their wallets and saying, we can't afford this stuff. We, it, you know, if if we're going to get a pickup truck, it's not going to be yours if we have to pay this type of money. So, yes, Delantis is going to have to either increase their incentives dramatically, which they have typically had the highest had the highest incentives of all the brands out there. Uh, or they're going to have to shift production to lower trim level vehicles. But yeah, it's it's bit them in the in the butt. Um, you know, I don't know if it's their left cheek or their right cheek, but one cheek's a lot more swollen than the other cheek. Again, for those of you who we're going to start promoting it more and more frequently because we're super proud. August 12th with uh, Island Auto Group up outside of New York City, we're going to be doing our first ever Car Edge sales event where we are pre-negotiating all the Ram 1500s, all the Jeeps, uh, everything pre-negotiating our pricing, our process on that day. And, and it makes a ton of sense for the dealer. Because look, all we do is report on the data. They yes. see the same writing on the wall. they got to move cars. If they don't see the writing on the wall, then there's a, a, a bigger issue. Um, and glasses. And, yeah, they do. And, and you know, what I've noticed in the comments, I saw people say, well, are, are you going to do some of these elsewhere? Yeah, definitely. We would love to. That's the plan, the hope 
is that we can bring these type of events to an area near you someday soon. Yeah, to be very um, clear, this is like we're going to need the community's help. Like we're paying for it. We're not getting paid for this at all. It's no. probably going to cost us too much money. Yeah, too much money. But to we got to prove a point. To prove a point. Yes. But then once we prove the point, then hopefully we can do this nationwide at various dealerships and especially those dealerships where like the OEMs, OEMs should be watching this show thinking to themselves, huh, maybe this is a way for us to, I don't know, compete with Tesla a little bit. Good experience, transparent pricing. Anyway, yeah, yes. Justice will be out. We'll be out in Los Angeles sometime soon. Anyway, super oh, and interesting. I was hoping it was going to be Sacramento. Super <laughs> interesting stuff when you look at the data from last month. And I think it does put more and more pressure. When you see these monthly and quarterly results, it puts more and more pressure on those OEMs who made the intentional decision to get rid of entry-level um, uh, vehicles, which, remember, Honda last year said they were going to get rid of their entry-level. Yes, and they're bringing them back. And they're bringing them back. Yes. I'm working with the journalist, um, Matt, from the, Autop the Autopian, uh, if you're not looking on the Autopian for A-U-T-O-P-I-A-N. Great news resource for auto industry news. We're pulling some data from Matt because he's doing some research mm -hmm. on inventory levels broken down by trim to kind of demonstrate that OEMs got rid of entry-level cars and they're starting to bring it back. Makes a lot of sense why they're doing it. We've got here from Igor in the chat. Rain, Zach, you know dealers pay for promotional sales events uh, to come to dealers to help sell cars. Yeah, we're aware. Yeah, we're well aware of that. Yeah. But the, but at this point, we want to we want to spend the money to prove to them that there's a better way. And if we can spend that money and prove it to them, and we can get them to then say you know what, this is how we want to do business in the future, then it's a small price for us to pay. Now, that doesn't mean in the future, if we bring one of these events to an area. No, we, we should get paid. Let yes. me be very clear. Yes. This, is, this is a funny comment. Not getting paid. It's a business expense. Car does a business. Is it? Of course it's a business. Just because it's an expense doesn't mean we – that doesn't mean anything. you got to yeah. make money eventually. Yes. Um, now, we'll be – we'll anyway, August 12th, we'll, we'll be continuing to do more and more promotion. This stuff – about the Stellantis data, the Jeep data makes it very clear why yes. we're going to do it. Bert says, please do one in Texas soon enough. You'll even be allowed to finance on your on your own. It won't force you to finance. Look at that. Larry H. Miller in Peoria is still this is, showing this is, this, on. This is stupid. This yes. makes no sense. Yes. Like yes. How are sales managers there like getting a paycheck? They're not, they're, they, they must not be selling cars. Uh, and they were they were bought out by a huge group. I forget it was either Group One or Lithia. I forget which group. It was. Seriously, that if yeah. you're the sales manager there and you're sitting there and yeah. you're and you've got markups on Ram 1500s that your competitors are well, Rams, they were heavy Rams. duties. Okay, you know, and, and you know, in in Arizona, you need a heavy duty pickup truck because you, you never know when you're going to have to throw a couple bales of the cotton in the back of your truck. The legacy auto machine has been screwing its customers and the customers are done with it. Kind of hilarious. Really. I, I actually agree very strongly with this. I, I only wish that were so. Okay. As far as the customers are being done with it, yeah, you know, true. because if the customers were done with it, then it'd be 40% of new cars sold were fleet cars last month. Yes. Customers, knowingly or unknowingly um have agreed to these prices they you know the fear of missing out and and so many customers pay the the additional dealer markup that that dealers ask for because um, they just figure they have to instead of trying to negotiate it off or or if they can't even negotiate it off just say well no i'll, I'll walk away i won't pay it 
that's the ultimate way that that customers get the fight back. And if they're not willing to do that, then dealers will continue to do what they do. And that statement um, will continue to prove false. We've got here from Tanya. Yes. We're going to have a used car market update tomorrow, yes. Tanya, or Friday. Bear with us on that. But I've always bought used, but I'm considering buying new this year. It's kind of making me crazy, but used car prices are still so high. Yes. That is the unfortunate reality for and most new car. cars you can get at or below MSRP. Yes, and used car prices are still yeah. insanely high. Yeah. And they will be. Let's be very clear. They're going to wholesale are coming down. Like that's that dramatically, dramatically, almost another, are, almost another half a percent this this past week. But it it is taking forever to be reflected reflected on the retail side of things, um, and I think it will continue to take forever. What is a do you use a cool? I we're doing a used car market update on Friday. Apparently, we're doing that Friday. Yeah. And and if I may, I do believe we're we're going to be doing some collaborative work. With, we're going to uh, be down in uh, in Charlotte. We can say that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be down in Charlotte, hanging out with car questions answered. Yes, Sunday through Tuesday of next week. So if you are not familiar with car questions answered, go check out Brandon's channel. We really really love working with him. We have awesome content coming out of that. Yes. that we can't wait for. Yes, and if you're not following us over on Instagram, Twitter, all those things, we'll probably be sharing some stuff there during the week. If we're well. not. And we did something completely wrong. Let's jump over to our favorite segment. We didn't get to this yesterday, but it's a story that I think you'll get a kick out of. Okay. Wait, John, before that, John says, please take over all dealerships in Florida. <laughs> it's fascinating, John, that you said, because I've got, I was making a video before we hopped yeah. on. There's still about one dealer a week that contacts me and says, like, screw you guys. I don't want you marketing our inventory. Like, we don't agree with how you're approaching this because we empower people. Yes. I'm pretty sure Florida is going to be very difficult, but the first <laughs> dealership group that looks at what we're doing and says, holy cow, that's my ticket out of the rat race. Yeah, That's my ticket out of having to lie about pricing and screw customers on fees. The first dealer that figures that out and commits to what we want to do, which is the price never changes. The price never changes and all customers are in and out in 60 minutes. You don't force add-ons. You don't force financing. They want to go buy. Give options. Yeah, of course. Of course. We don't force anything. Yes. Pretty much we're just trying to implement what the FTC has proposed. The first dealer in Florida that buys into that, Dad, they don't know us yet. They're going to make a ton of money. They're going to be like, they're going to. They'll, they'll be sold out because everybody in Florida will be. Yeah. Will be. Uh, will be going to them. Yes. Long game, baby. All right, Dad. Ready? Really? You got to be kidding me. That was very energetic this morning. Well, you know, I, I have uh, I have uh, a lot of energy. I like that, Dad. Yeah. Got a lot of sleep. Lordstown Motors. Yes. Who called this, by the way? Who called this months ago? I don't know if we'll ever be able to find the clip of you saying this live on there, but you said it a bajillion times. Lordstown Motors yeah. files for bankruptcy after five years of empty promises. The once $5 billion company is now worth $30 million. million. Dad, oh this is gosh. the first of many. Yes. First of many startup car companies that we anticipate kind of going by the wayside here over the next couple of months. You called this a long time ago, man. Well, you, you, you know, you, you look at the numbers and, and certain times when you look at the numbers, I mean, the stuff just jumps out at you and you go, well, this can't continue forever uh, or for even another five or six months. <laughs> but, but the thing that amazes me and, and I, and I see it in the comments all the time, you know, because, 
it, we called out Carvana in the past, and we thought, well, Carvana was going to go bankrupt. Uh, you know, because, well, I don't know, they lost $2.9 billion last year. So we thought, you know, and, and, and then their losses weren't quite as high in, in the first quarter because of uh, unique uh, accounting. accounting practices. Yeah. And, and investors jumped on that, and their stock has gone up dramatically. All I will say is just because investors jump on it doesn't mean it's going to survive. Yeah. It just means they fooled the investors for a little bit longer. And that's what Lordstown did for a while, because there was going to be that deal with Foxconn, and there was going to be this, and there was going to be that. And... Sometimes you just look at this stuff and you go, there's no plausible <laughs> way for it to work. But yet investors are going to keep throwing money at it. Someone's got to underwrite it. Because they don't want to lose it. Now, you know, I've said many times that, you know, with the amount of money that Lucid loses for every vehicle that they sell, which is, I, I just bear this in mind because it doesn't sound like a lot of money when I'm about to say it. <laughs> For every vehicle they sell, based on the amount of money that they've lost, it only costs them $555,000 to sell that one vehicle. $555,000. Now, I thought to myself, this can't go on forever. You make it up in volume. You do, yes. <laughs> and, 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 and then I saw that they're going to be doing joint stuff with mclaren yep you know because they sell you know like hundreds <laughs> of thousands of cars a year but the thing that would lead me to believe that lucid will be able to continue for quite a bit of time huh. is the fact that it is backed by a saudi investment firm yep. um that seems to have i don't know unlimited <laughs> amount of money yeah so if 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 that's where their money's coming from, then yeah, yeah perhaps you're, you're going to see a thinning of the herd, no matter what. Oh, there, yes. there were, I mean, there are hundreds of EV car company startups out there. They will not be after this cycle, and that's what it is. It's cyclical. It's just fascinating to see the headline about Lordstown. You yes. know, let's be very clear: going bankrupt. You, you did it with your golf shop. Like, yes, I did. Different magnitudes of scale, but same impact. Employees and, lose jobs. You have to start. Like, and, and may I say, you know, having spent 43, 43 years in retail automotive, there, there is one of the things I want is that a lot of people in dealerships think very poorly of anybody that has gone bankrupt. Especially when they come in to try and buy another car. Yeah, you mean customers, okay. yeah. Yes. And and I can tell you from experience that just because someone goes bankrupt doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means they might have been a bad financial person <laughs> or, in my case, a bad businessman. Okay. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person. So even though somebody's gone bankrupt or even though a business might go bankrupt, I give them credit for trying. Of course. At least they tried. Better to have tried and failed than to have never tried at all. Also better to have admitted defeat sooner rather than later when you know ultimately you're just going down the toilet. I did that. And I've told you this. 
the best <laughs> sales volume day I had in the history of my this store is this is true. was the first day of my going out of business sale. That was my biggest day ever. Okay. Uh, had I known that, I would have done it on the first damn day. <laughs> He would have been going out of business on day uh, one. Well, there are businesses that do that forever. Oh, they're having to go out of business. So. Every other yeah. Tuesday. Yes. All right, let's help Mark out really quick. Which car brands are dropping their vehicle prices? Markets pretty much cross the board, except for those that have the least amount of inventory. So, for example, the brands that we listed at the top, or in the title of today's show, Jeep, Ram, Chevy, Ford. Yeah, prices are coming down. It was interesting. We started the show, so I encourage you to drag the little slider or drag it that way. Um, Hyundai, Honda, Kia, all their incentives are going up as well. Yes. So while the average transaction price may be similar, the incentive spent from the manufacturer is increasing. Now is more than more important than ever before to do your research. This market is topsy-turvy and changing all around. So I will end today's show with this, Pops, which is CarEdge.com. We have so much available. Yes. I'm really proud. I'm really, really, really proud. Use the car search. It's a very, very different experience than going on cars.com or something like that. You can do the market research reports. Those are 100% free. You can do them right here from the homepage. If you're going to sell a car, yes, yes. please use caredge.com slash sell. See what your car is worth before you sell it. Under can services, you do that right on your phone? You can do it right on your phone. Wow! Coming to services here. We have, it ends on Friday, folks. Yes. The Car Edge vehicle service contract, also commonly called an extended warranty, $150 off. It ends on Friday in celebration of the fact that we could run a sale. Yes. July 4th was what uh, inspired us to do that. The uh, coupon code, the promo code is applied automatically at checkout. And you can talk to us right here down in the bottom right, or you can give us a call, 800-674-5042. If you have questions, we can help you out there. There's also insurance with our insurance agency and financing through the credit unions, but all the tools and, and things you need. Back there on Car Edge. Nicely done. Come. You know, I have another show to do. Yeah, and I got a stuffy nose, so let's yeah. call it a show. I, I got a show to do on Car Edge Electric in 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, otherwise, I think I'll be back here tomorrow. Yeah. Don't know about you. No, I was supposed to be at the dealership today, but we pushed to tomorrow. So I'll, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll figure it. I might be back here tomorrow and... I might not be back here tomorrow, uh, but we will figure that out between now and, well, tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, we'll definitely be here on Friday yes. for sure. So um, don't forget, when we are here, it is at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, 8, 8 a.m. Anchorage time, and 6 o'clock in the morning for those of you following along in Honolulu. Um, and also, my dad's shirt with his tan color he looks really good so let's leave just like a kind comment in the chat or in the comments after the video you look really good today Doug. well you know I'm, I'm trying and the goop that i'm using in my hair now and 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 the marks on my forehead that was this is the result of the dermatology of the dermatology appointment the, the liquid nitrogen that stuff burns when they do it and um, and that was a week ago today so how's it looking Let's get you set up. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for being here today. <laughs>